0: CHAPTER ONE OF STORIES OF THE VICTORIA CROSS BY FRANK Mundell. THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN THE VICTORIA CROSS During the struggle in the Crimea, when our soldiers were almost daily performing feats of valour and astonishing the world by their matchless daring, Queen Victoria read with keen interest the reports from the seat of war. When she saw how willingly both officers and privates faced the death-dealing torrent of grapeshot and shell, not only for the honour of their country, but often also that they might carry succour to a fallen comrade, she felt that something should be done by way of special recognition of their gallantry something which should also prove an incentive to great and noble conduct on the field of battle. Accordingly, in the year 1856, Her Majesty instituted, by royal warrant, the famous decoration known as the Victoria Cross. In the sign manual, issued at the time, the following passage occurs. Now, for the purpose of attaining an end so desirable as that of rewarding individual instances of merit and valour, we have instituted and created a new naval and military decoration, which we are desirous should be highly prized and eagerly sought after by the officers and men of our naval and military services this decoration took the form of a maltese cross in bronze in the centre of the cross is the royal crest and underneath it is a scroll on which are inscribed the words for valour on the reverse side is given a brief account of the deed for which the medal has been awarded the cross is suspended from the left breast of the wearer By a blue ribbon for the Navy, and by a red ribbon for the Army. On the bar to which the ribbon is attached is a sprig of laurel and the hero's name. The value of the cross amounts only to a few shillings, yet there is not a man of any rank in the Army or Navy who is not proud to be the wearer of this simple Maltese cross the decoration is only awarded to those, either officers or men, who, in the presence of an enemy, have performed some signal act of valour. Further, in order that all may be on a perfectly equal footing, it was decreed that, neither rank, nor long service, nor wounds, nor any other circumstance of condition whatsoever, save the merit of conspicuous bravery, shall be held to establish a sufficient claim to the honour. The Treaty of Peace, which brought the terrible struggle with Russia to an end, was signed in 1856, and on the 26th of June in the same year, the first presentation of the Victoria Cross took place in Hyde Park, in the presence of many thousands of spectators. The troops who were to take part in the ceremony were drawn up in line about nine o'clock, and those who were to be decorated stood in single file opposite. Shortly afterwards, the firing of guns announced the approach of the royal party. The Queen, mounted on a white horse, rode between the prince consort and prince frederick william of prussia afterwards emperor of germany she was dressed in a scarlet tunic with a gold embroidered sash over her left shoulder she also wore a round hat with a gold band and a plume of red and white feathers the heroes who had earned the coveted decoration on many a hard-fought field advanced one by one men of all ranks and ages officers and privates grim and bearded veterans by the side of smooth-faced youths who had just completed their first campaign as each man approached and her majesty stooping from her saddle fix the cross that bore her name on the hero's breast, cheer after cheer arose from the immense throng of admiring spectators. After the crosses had been distributed, the troops marched past, presented arms, and gave three cheers for Her Majesty and the heroes of the day. The queen then left the park amidst the hearty cheers of the assembled multitude, having added another to those good acts of womanly and queenly grace which have made her name loved and revered throughout the land. End of chapter 1